Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You can catch me in the Cherry Red 150. I'm doing this every hour. This is hour two. Ha! <sighs> Skirt! Ah! Cherry Red! Ah! Eddie Garcia! Mark and Lee! Yeah! Gotta do it! And my man Jeff! Alright, that was my that was my uh freestyle for, for the morning. Uh if you know me, you know I like to joke around with freestyles. Anyways, good morning to everyone out there. This is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Hour 2. I'm with my man Jeff Schwartz. Yeah, Jonas and Brady, well, they're off, but they'll be back soon. Then No more suspension bits, uh, anything like that. They're just, you know, they need a little bit of time, and then they'll they'll be back, Jeff. You know, but it's me and you all week. All week. I'm excited for that, man. Glad to be here. All week. I got my dog. Big G. I like it. All right, so let's let's jump into this, Jeff. Like, we've been talking a whole lot about Damian Lillard and what could happen and the whole Miami situation. It's starting to uh develop and unfold a little bit. The the stories are beginning to become a little bit more uh let's just say detailed. And it was interesting because Portland finally has has chimed in. Here's Joe Cronin. Uh, the GM of the Trailblazers and what he had to say about the Damian Lillard situation. I think the teams that have ended up the, in the most positive situation post-trade have been the ones that have been really diligent and taken their time and been not been impulsive or the teams that really kept their urgency under control. So I think that's how my approach is gonna, has been with this and will be with this is we're going to be patient. We're going to do what's best for our team um, and we're going to see you know how this lands and if it takes months, it takes months. 
Okay. I have my thoughts on it, but what you got, bro? Uh, I mean, from from their perspective, there is no rush, right? I, I think we it's very clear they're going to trade Dame Lillard. They, they, drafted, they just drafted Scoot Henderson, who, who has played well in the NBA Summer League. I know it's NBA Summer League. It's just a couple games. But, um, you know, he, he basically takes the place of Dame Lillard. Obviously not the same player yet. Maybe never the same player. But, they you know, they, they've basically drafted his replacement, right? Um, but he's right. There, there is no rush, right, Lavar? Like you don't have to do this today, tomorrow. And the more time you you do it, the closer you get to training camp. You know, the more squeeze it probably puts on another team like the Heat to to give you what you want. Because the Portland, I think, is in the end. I mean, they're fine with keeping them. I mean, they they don't they don't have to trade them. It's not the end of the world if they keep Dame Lillard. And again, we mentioned yesterday. How many how many NBA players in our lifetime have ever sat out? Like NFL players do every now and then, which NFL players rarely do, actually. But like, actually, like miss games because of of contract issues or or or, or no one, right? No one ever does that. So Willard's not going to sit out. And I just think that Portland can take their time in doing this. And it doesn't help that, that Lillard's people have said that he's only going to Miami. If you're if you're the Trailblazers, what does Tyler Hero do for you? <laughs> Really, like you know what I mean? Like, I, it just, it, it. There's not an ideal trade at the moment with the Miami Heat that makes the, the you know, the Blazers happy. Uh, here's my thing. I, I, I can't. I know we have Lee efforting to see if we could find any player who has sat out, uh, based off of not wanting to play for the team. I will say this. This is what I do know. Players will sit out. <laughs> and be on the sideline with soft tissue injuries that that they are unable sure. to overcome and be a part of playing with with the team. We've seen extended amounts of times where players have sat out due to air quotes injuries. Now, with that being said, the NBA is one of those those leagues where the players the players union is the strongest aspect of it. Yes. They're stronger than anything else and they pretty much have done an excellent job for for players uh dictating them having yeah. the upper hand in what's taking place. So it seems to be a culture where players can dictate what they want to dictate. Now, hearing Cronin come out and say, we're going to do what's best for the team, of course you're going to do what's best for the team. But how long does that take, right? And 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 you're looking for value. Where does that value come from? If, if Miami doesn't want to do the deal, yeah. and somebody else, say two or three teams come to the table later on down the line, they want to do a deal with, for Dame Lillard, I just wonder, knowing how players are able to dictate so much, how that plays out if they trade Dame to a team that Dame didn't want to go to. How? Where does this okay. go? What? Where are they sure. at? If they but, keep them, if they okay. don't get rid of them at all, where are they at? The question I, I have with this, too, is the idea that the people throw out there that the, the Blazers owe it to Dame Lillard. Uh, do do they owe it to him to find him the right situation? No, he said uh, we're going to so. do what's best for for the team. Well, I know, I know but do yeah. you think they owe they owe it to? I don't think they owe it to him. Your job is your job, man. Yeah. Like you could um, you could feel sentimentally speaking that somebody could do 
something yeah. nice. Like Mike did, did the Bulls owe Michael Jordan? You know, did they? Well, they let Michael Jordan go. I feel like after six <laughs> championships, maybe you owe him. Uh, right, Dave Miller has zero. Well, and they, has not made a, they it, showed Mike he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't well, yeah. owe Mike S. Oh, you know I know. What I mean? So, oh yeah. yeah. Um, does the midseason NBA tournament at all make Dame Willard want to stay in Portland? Like, what if the Blazers can win the midseason tournament? <laughs> does he oh. raise that banner? Does he stay in Portland? How about that? We, we have not talked about that. I, I don't get the point of that, honestly. Are you are, are you going to watch the NBA in December now because of a midseason tournament? No, I won't. Because I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what what are the implications of who's winning your squad? The tournament? Who's your squad? Who's your NBA's team? I'm not a I, well the Wizards. Because oh, I'm a geez. Washington guy. Would 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 you be happy if the Wizards raised a midseason? A we mid-season won the tournament banner, championship banner. No, it wouldn't matter. It, they're paying the players who win five hundred thousand dollars each. So there's money involved in this. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I don't care if you make if you. Have that is a lot dollars. of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah, that is a lot. Um, but the point of this, I think, is to is to copy what they do in in the in, in the soccer world. They have kind of midseason tournament that that typically. You know, again, it's it's because it's one game with, you know, two powerhouses that play each other that 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 don't often play each other. It feels a lot different than whatever this is going to be. Um, and you know, the NBA I think, is desperately trying for players to care about the regular season and to make it more competitive because player. You know, I, I watch a fair amount of NBA near the end of the season, and then I'll, I'll watch the entire playoffs. I think NBA playoff basketball is fabulous. But you can't convince me those are the same sports that I see the week before the playoffs and then the week of the playoffs, right? There's two right. different sports. I think the NBA is trying desperately to, to do something for players to care. Because you mentioned, you know, yeah, Dave Miller could just sit out during the season yep. um, or just go to a team he doesn't like and not play. They're trying to make it where that where players don't feel that way, right? Where they feel like they have to play the regular season because it matters a lot. And I just don't know if this is the way to do it. You know, another thing that you start to think about is is by making the players care more, you make the viewer you know care more. You know, and you I might be able to, and you might be able to sell more tickets. Like even like you think about March Madness, you know, or yeah, you have a mid season madness. But our March Madness is 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 is. Because it's a one game of elimination, like yeah, that's, that's the true. end of the season. Wasn't there's it a one game elimination in this tournament? Um, I think there's a pool play first, and that's one game elimination. But again, you're not you know if they did March Madness in December, you'd be like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, like this is not. It, it, I'm a Lakers fan. Okay, uh-huh. um, I don't care about a midseason tournament. Give me the I want the actual championship. Like, I don't care about this thing. I think um, it breaks it up though a little bit. Like it's a long season, right? Like for football, we we don't have to do yeah. this because we don't have a very long season. Those seasons are there's a lot of games for in, in the NBA and in basketball. So well, this now, is added, this is adding games. You're adding, yeah, it, but <laughs> but what I'm saying is, but maybe it makes it it breaks it up in a way where it creates a level of excitement for, like you said, for the players. Because it's kind of like a break away from from what the norm is, the monotony of going through yeah. the entire season. I mean, it could generate some excitement. It could generate some viewership, some participation. I can see it, but again, back to the original point, no, I don't see that being something that is attractive to Damian Lillard and, and if Portland were able oh, to no. win one of those those tournaments or whatever. I think Dame wants to have a real opportunity to win a championship. I continue to believe that Dame feels as though if he was in that that this this past year's 
NBA Finals with with the Miami Heat. They win that that series, and so he's trying to get there. He feels like he's maybe that missing link to the yeah. Miami Heat, and and who wouldn't want to go play for the Miami Heat, right? If you could, oh yeah. So, I, I again, I I think that the complexity of of this situation is one hundred percent. The Portland Trailblazers are going to do what's best for Portland. So if they're going to do what's best for Portland. And Dame is perceivably going to do what's best for Dame now. And while people will say, okay, well, they this is why they owe it to Dame is because Dame has been loyal to Portland. Well, Portland's been loyal to paying him his paycheck. So yeah. he's been loyal to playing for them. They've been loyal to paying him his paycheck. Dame doesn't want to be there anymore. That's fine. But we're still going to do what's best for the team. So perceivably, Dame is going to do what's best for Dame as well. And I just don't know where that ends. I think this could turn ugly before it gets better. But there there will be a trade that takes place. But then does it get uglier from there or does it get better for Dame? I mean, it's hard to say. I I mean, obviously, if he goes to Heat and they win a championship, it all worked out. If he doesn't. Um, that it, you know, it, it was all for naught. I, I just don't know if um, is Dame plus Jimmy Butler and Bam is that a championship? That's a big three. That's yeah, that's that a big is three. a big three. Um, is that? In, I would say that that probably puts him ahead in the East, is over Boston, over Milwaukee, as far as a big three at least, right? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously with Giannis healthy, Milwaukee's a different team. That is a different team. Um, so I get the alert. Plus two, I think for Lillard. Um, you know, someone who played football in Oregon for four years, um, you know, there's a, a, a lifestyle difference in Miami than Portland, um, which I think will be a nice change for him. Also, you know, free agents want to go to Miami. All right. You're not getting those guys in Portland. So you have different avenues to win. Where in Portland, you have to just draft and develop because you're not getting big stars to go there. Yeah. Miami, we know over the years. How many big stars have gotten in Miami? I mean, obviously Shaq went there, right? He won a championship. Shaq, LeBron. LeBron and and Chris Bosh went Bosch, there. And they won yeah. championships. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Butler is now there. Yeah. Um, so you, it, it gives you a, a, a easier way to win and build your roster being in Miami than it does anywhere else. And he, he's right. Look, the teams that have the opportunity to trade for him, Miami is probably the best opportunity for him to win. Um and he said, I'm not playing anywhere else, so you better trade me in Miami or I guess I'll sit out. Um, calling his bluff. NBA teams, LeVar, you know this, man. They don't call players bluffs very often. The NFL does all the time. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you want to sit, sit out? out? Then sit oh, out. Cool. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, all right. You, 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 know, you don't want to make money? All right, be my guest. Um, I, so I'm curious to see if an NBA team in Portland – kind of finally calls a player's bluff or they you know they trade him somewhere else and he doesn't play he doesn't play which i i guess i'd be fascinated no one ever does it in the nba they're not going to call his bluff they're no, going they they're going to figure it out and they're going to get rid of him but the problem is for for dame lillard what happens with the moving him moving him on is he going to end up in miami or is it going to be I a think situation does, yes well we'll see i think that that's going to be the biggest the biggest piece of this where does he land not not if he lands but where does he land so there you go that's jeff schwartz right there giving you some dope perspective i'm lavar arrington this is two pros and a cup of joe and coming up next live from the tyrac.com studios terrell owens had some interesting things to say about one hall of fame player versus another Hall of Fame player. They both play the same position, but one is in, one isn't. 
We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. We'll debate it on the other side of this break. Fox Sports Radio, we'll be right back. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome back into Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Alright? Listen, it's early in the day. You want to feel good going into your day? It's nothing like feeling, you know, clean. So you want to use that fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds. (sighs) It's just a reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer 
today. I feel refreshed. I feel replenished. I feel like my reset button has been hit. You know why? Because I have a ton of bars of Irish Spring at my home. Thanks to Irish Spring. Appreciate you. Jeff, my guy, Terrell Owens. You know, he uh, has some interesting things to say. Um, and and I think this is – was this from his show or did he do an interview? This was from the Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. Exactly. So it came from that, the Get Your Your Popcorn uh, Ready podcast, which is Matthew Hatchett and Terrell Owens. And I don't know that I disagree what he has to say, but let's let's hear what he has to say. Let's hear him out and let's go from there. I'm thinking about a guy like Darren Woodson that's not in the Hall of Fame, but John Lynch is. How how in the hell do you quantify that? I want you to go research. Maybe when you come back, revisit it. Go research and see what Darren Woodson has done. Yeah, granted, yeah, John Lynch did some great things here and there, but I'm not looking for John. You get what I'm saying? I I wasn't. Just because a guy starts on the defense and he's the number one guy back there in the secondary for that defense, Mm -hmm. for me, overall, the totality of it, that doesn't mean like, okay, he's impacting what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, he has to be accounted for for that day because you're game planning. But I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't scared of 47. All right. So, first of all, I don't believe in justifying one thing. Or, or disqualifying one thing to justify the other, right? I believe yes. J- John Lynch's greatness was his greatness. Like he's a hell of a player, and and he's a Hall of Fame player. In my book, I think he is a Hall of Famer. However, I do not, I do not disagree with him in saying that Darren Woodson should be a guy that's in the Hall of Fame. Now, before you before you give your opinion, Jeff, I I, I just wanted Lee to give our our listening audience uh, just an idea of the comp between between uh Darren Woodson and John Lynch. John Lynch being in the Pro Bowl uh, in the Hall of Fame, Darren Woodson not being in the Hall of Fame. So let's start with Super Bowls. How many Super Bowls does Darren Woodson have? Woodson has three Super Bowls. How many does John Lynch have? Only the one. Okay. What about Pro Bowls? Pro Bowls, I know Darren Woodson has a has five Pro Bowls, but uh Lynch does have nine Pro Bowls. Okay, that's okay. a v- big one right there. Okay, what about all pros. All this pro. is the one right here. Agreed. All pros. Agreed. Agreed. Right. And uh, Woodson has four all pros. First team, second first, team. First team, while John Lynch has two first team and two second team all pros. All right. So yeah, there the, you go. I mean. The, re- the resume is better for Woodson. It's a better resume for Darren Woodson. So then now the com- conversation becomes from a Hall of Famer who made this, this statement, by the way. Terrell Owens is a Hall of Famer. What's your take, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like Woodson should be in, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it seems pretty simple. Um, I, I don't know why he's not. I think that sometimes the Hall of Fame voters often look at a position and just sort of take one guy at a time there, right? And it's like, okay, well, you know, it, John Lynch is now in, so we're now off of other players. I know this feels this way for offensive linemen, where it's like, okay, they've chosen, um, you know, one offensive lineman. We're going to wait now to choose someone else. So maybe there's a bias in the positions. Um, I think the question, you know, might have to be asked about again, like the what the year and who gets in, who doesn't. But I, I it sounds like what what it should be. And we know at times too that this can be a little bit of a popularity contest, right? Um, and I don't know if that's one of the reasons why, but I, I think I'm with T.O. here. I, I mean, look, I, I didn't play very much against these two players. I, I know you probably have more experience playing um, in that you know in that time than yeah, I do, but yeah. it sounds like Woodson should should be in. And there's a lot of arguments for plenty of guys to be in, right? Um, there is. 
And I think that sometimes, again, it's a popularity contest, which we know it is. And um, it it's unfair to a lot of players. Um, but you look at, look, the NFL lets five guys in every year, right? And so you have to look at uh, at the kind of the finalists each year and think, okay, is Woodson better than, to your point, you, you should throw John Lynch out, right? Right. But is, is Woodson better than the finalist for this given year? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, again, there are some guys that should be shoe-ins to to the Hall of Fame, but I'm not a voter. Um, I don't know. I I don't. I've never been really fully clear on the criteria of what you know constitutes you yeah. getting in. Again, the one, the number one guy that I always uh, there's there's two that I really feel should be in. Um, that I always say, well, there's three actually. And, and I always start off with Brian Mitchell. I do not understand why Brian Mitchell for the life of me with all, if you look at his stat line and his stat line, isn't just, it's not hitting stats. It's not like, Oh, he's got more, you know, kickoff return yards or more punt return yards by like miles. Yeah on on anyone you know that's ever played and he's not in the league he was impacting games he was winning they were winning super bowls because of having that that presence that brian mitchell brought to the washington football team um i i just to me that one is is mystifying yeah they took a long time to put art monk in and and that was that was very strange to me um go ahead go ahead uh, okay so 2023, the the finalists are 15 finalists. Darren Woodson was one of the 15. And the five that were chosen were Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, linebacker Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, one of the best sack uh, men in NFL history, Dale Revis, and Rondé Barber. Okay? Yep. Is what Should Woodson be in over any of those five? All right. So now here's what's interesting about that. My my guy that does up on game with me on Saturdays, uh, TJ Hushmanzada said that Rondé Barber doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame over some of these guys so, that are getting okay. passed up. I, I originally tweeted out something like, "Why is Rondé Barber? I think was in, in the Hall of Fame over someone else." I think I tweeted yep. that out, and people came at came at me, and I, I needed to kind of do some some research on this. Ronnie Barber was pretty freaking good. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. know Ronnie Barber was a beast. Now, I, now five, but, five All Pros. Um, he had forty-seven interceptions, fourteen touchdowns, and fifteen forced fumbles at corner. Um, it was pretty good. That's pretty dang good. He, had tw- he also had twenty-eight sacks. That's pretty dang good. Now, but how he, does? He, but does good. that compare? Does that compare to a Darren Woodson? Well, the different say, positions, right? So you yes, can't, I, to that's me, you, very you, true. You, you can't say that. So, I mean, Darren Woodson had seven, had seven, uh, had eleven sacks, um, uh, twenty-three interceptions at safety, um, and uh, seventeen forced fumbles. So, really good numbers, obviously. Yeah. Um, he was again. Uh, he was. He made more first team All Pros than Rondé Barber did, but he made less Pro, you know, uh, pro All Bowl. Pros in general. Okay. Same amount of Pro Bowls. You know, but what often gets players the nod is Super Bowl championships, right? He has three. And right. Rondé has, has one. one. Right. Um. So, um, look again, Woodson. I think we all agree should be in. The question again becomes: Is is he in? In in who is he in? Over in a given year, right? Um, and last year, I feel like those were pretty deserving 
um, you know, pretty deserving players to, to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, those guys I think should be in too. Like I think Willie, Willie Anderson should be in. Yeah. Um, He's always uh, a big his, one. His, like He was the best right tackle in the NFL for many, many years. We just don't give right tackles. I think Lane Johnson might be the first one who gets in. Um, I, I hope Willie gets in. I really do. But I think Lane might be the first one uh, who's primarily right tackle in the NFL. Um, so, yeah, I, I uh, hmm, he should be in. Hmm. He should be in. But Can I, I throw if... out a name for you guys? Go, yes. Lester Hayes. Give us his stat line. He's got two Super Bowls. He was a defensive player of the year. Uh, he was on uh, All-Pro 1980, led the, led the uh, league in interceptions that year. Five-time second-team All-Pro, five Pro Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a quick quick correction. Jackie Slater played right tackle. I, yeah. I, I want to make sure he was, gets a proper love for being the right tackle in the Hall of Fame. I made a, I, people can come after me. That I don't know my offensive lineman. <laughs> he played right tackle in the NFL. Um, Who did you mention is having five all pros? Lester Hayes. Lester Hayes. He's now, he would be in the, um, in the Veterans Committee group, right? By now? Yeah, yes. by now. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Look, I the NFL Hall of Fame has five inductees every year obviously they have some some veteran class we know there was a backlog in 2020 where they added a bunch of uh contributors and and coaches and whatnot it's five for a reason right it's hard to get in um you know baseball does a a vote right if you're i think it's 80 percent, 75 percent of the vote you're in um i don't know the nba uh hall of fame it's not even nba hall of fame it's pro basketball hall of fame they let anyone in to that one um so there's a exclusive club right five a year it's it's hard. It's hard to get in. There's guy which I mentioned. There's guys. Lavar, you think should be in. I think should be in. Tarot thinks should be in. But yep. it's it's hard to get in. That's that's why I I like the NFL Hall of Fame because they do that right. They it's they limit the class and they say look these are five guys. All we're letting in every year. And some years there's more than five that should be in. Some years there's there's more. There's less than five. I hope Woodson gets in. As soon as possible, he definitely deserves it when you compare his numbers and his play to other guys who are in the Hall of Fame as well. Well, there you have it. I, I you know, I've, I think there's always going to be those debates that, that rage on uh, as it applies to who's deserving, who got in. I, I can recall when, when Warren Sapp was upset that Michael Strahan got into to the Hall of Fame. I mean, there's just always going to <laughs> he be— was? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, because Sap he got in first over Sap or just in general. Uh, no, Sap was already in, I believe. I just think that he was bothered by the fact that he didn't think that Michael Strahan should get in. I mean, that's the, if I recall it correctly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that you're you're just always going to have he had 141 guys. sacks hey, man, in his career. Look, I don't, I don't, I just give what I hear. I, I don't, yeah, I didn't make that one up. Lee, are you looking it up? Did, did, am I making that up, or is that the truth? I believe you. Nah, you're telling the truth. I'm just like, what, what was that, the headline? What was the headline? Uh, well, you know, Sap did actually walk it back and apologize to Strahan. I'll I'll say that. Okay, but in the initial, what did he come out and say? Like, this dude doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. That's what he came out and said. I mean, he said it in the media. Um, Anyway, (laughs) it is what it is. I mean, (laughs) these things happen. You know, guy, there was a point in time, I I think Deion Sanders spoke out on it. Uh, There were a few other guys that spoke out on it. No, not on Strahan, Uh-oh. just spoke out in general on them feeling like there were guys that were getting considered 
or getting in that they didn't necessarily agree should have been considered or should have been getting in. And here was Sap's quote. Sorry to cut you off there. When you stack it up, he only had four straight Pro Bowls and a mythical sack record. Well, okay. If you take out the sack record, he still had 20 sacks that season. So let's let's not act like he had a bad season. Um, Look, it'd be interesting, LeVar, if, if the Hall of Fame just became players voting for players. So I think we'd have a different result than the way it's done now, even though I think the process, the way it's done now is is fine. It's solid. But if you just had players vote on it, it'd be quite a different Hall of Fame, possibly. Yeah, I I, I would wholeheartedly, uh, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. And, and that's, I think that that's sometimes what guys kind of allude to is why aren't players more involved in in that process? I, I would I would be I I, I wonder why? yes please I, I think because we have biases on who of we course we with. have biases and so I think that's and I think but who doesn't no of, no of course and I think the process the way it's done now they try their best to eliminate that right because they have voters from all different regions or it's fifty voters um, and it's a comprehensive process to narrow down the, the the finalists and they're you know you have to present on the finalists right and so that I think you. You just hope that that process doesn't allow bias. It was also the other way around, right? Like Warren Sapp doesn't like Michael Strahan, who is clearly a Hall of Famer, and players don't let him in because they don't like the guy, right? Which and, that's, again is, and I mean, come on, that that, that happens. Of course, Terrell Owens I'm, I'm, I'm should not, be I'm a first dis- ballot Hall of Famer. Correct. I'm not disagreeing with with any of that. I'm right. just saying I, this is my explanation for why it's done the way it is. And here's another thing too. I mention this all the time. We're we're probably like. What, a couple weeks away from those top 100 NFL lists coming out? Or maybe it's already happened. I lost track of time. Players don't really know who's in the NFL sometimes. <laughs> they don't like players are not watching the game as closely as others are. Now, now, we know who the good players are, though. That, that's the difference, I think, right? We know who the Hall of Fame players are. I, I have played with four Hall of Famers in my mind. For you. Julius Peppers, Adrian Peterson, Steve Smith, and I think Eli Manning should be in the Hall of Fame and will be. Okay. So we know who those guys are. But NFL players aren't often the best judge of who the best players in the league are at a given time because they're not paying attention to the entire league the entire time. Like I, I'm watching on film offensive linemen and defensive linemen for the most part during the season. I couldn't tell you who the best corner but is. Why wouldn't it matter? I mean, but why shouldn't we have guys that that's what you're paying attention to? You're going to be an expert on what offensive and right. defensive so linemen said, are doing. I think Willie Anderson should be in. Yep. Does my vote outweigh your vote for Darren Woodson? I don't know. Right. right. Well, like that, that's kind of the question. See, becomes. but then it, it comes down to, like, for me, I paid attention to defensive linemen. I paid attention to offensive linemen. Right. Like, there's, there's, like you said, to, to what applies to me is what I paid attention to. I could tell you who I thought the best running backs were when I played in the game and should they be in the Hall of Fame. You know, and I could give them quick, too. You know what I mean? So, you, you know what's interesting about – running back position I was talking about this at this at the offensive line uh, masterminds I was at um, after Adrian Peterson will be in the Hall of Fame Derrick Henry I think will be in the Hall of Fame if he continues at the pace he's at right I mean he's incredible that that's it who who else at running back after Derrick Henry right now currently right in now NFL, is going to be in the Hall of Fame yeah yeah I don't think so Right? That's crazy. Maybe Christian McCaffrey? I don't think so. Oh, McCaffrey, okay. I, I could buy McCaffrey. I don't McCaffrey. know. Not yet. Not what yet. is he? What is yeah. he? Like, what is has he, he done? 
He, he is definitely a, a fun back to watch, but what has he done? Yeah, he's had two C. He had, uh, I mean, look, his total yards from scrimmage have been pretty excellent. Um, but what's his made, accolades? He's made, um, yeah, he has no, he has some all pro teams. He's got one first team all pro, one second team all pro. That's, that's it. Not so, that's not bad. That's not what, bad. And what, 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 how long has his career been? Uh, it's only been six years. Six year, two, two, two all pros in six years is, is horrible. That's not or, not horrible. It's not Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. By Hall of Fame standard, that's not that's not no no pro or no Super Bowls. Only only one first team Hall uh, uh, All Pro, one first team second team All Pro. Well, he was injured for two of them. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. Or, the well or, he was injured doesn't. That doesn't. That doesn't <laughs> matter. Does it, does that doesn't add argument. up. Like you can't say, well, I should. I should be in a Hall of Fame if I don't get injured. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> same same here, Lavar. I, I, I feel the same right? way. I I'm was a Hall saying, of Famer if I didn't get I'm hurt. I'm never going. You, you can never use that as an ex- excuse. Like, oh, well, he was injured. Like that doesn't matter. I'd be, I would that be a Hall a part of Famer in it. if I wasn't hurt. Durability plays a part. Like guys like Sam Mills and 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 guys that were like Ironmen, like London Fletcher. They belong, which Ooh. I don't even think London Fletcher is in the Hall of Fame yet. He's not in. He's, he's not, not in the Hall he's, of Fame. He's barely eligible though, right? Because he retired in. Oh no, he retired. I think in he's 13. eligible by now. Yeah, no, he retired in 2013. And his stats are as comparable oh, to Ray really Lewis's good. as you could possibly get. Go ahead, Lee. Yeah, he, he he did retire in 2013. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's just he, always going to be a big topic because there's always you're always going to be able to look at and pinpoint somebody that's tremendously deserving. I just don't like getting into the the topic of one is undeserving while the other is. I, I just like to keep it to who's deserving. I don't, I, if you got in, you got in. I don't I don't ever want to take away from what what your accomplishments led to you getting in. You got in, you got in, and and God bless you're you're immortalized at the at the pro level but coming up next on two pros and a cup of joe live from the tyrac.com studios would you rather we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back this is fox sports radio two pros and a cup of joe be sure to catch live editions of two pros and a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. All right. Welcome back into Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. LeVar Arrington, Jeff Schwartz. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's make history. And now. Would you rather. Would you rather your random topics, sports or otherwise. All right, here we go, League. Make them good, babe. Well, guys, we were just talking about Hall of Fame uh, candidates, and you know one position that doesn't get a lot of love is uh, kick returners, putt returners. One I've had saved for a while here. Would you rather have uh, Josh Cribbs, Devin Hester, or Dante Hall, or you could name somebody else as your uh, kick returner? You know, I've already Devin told you guys, I, I, I'm all in on Brian Mitchell. If Brian Mitchell isn't in, no one should get in. Start there. Yeah, I, 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 that you're asking me those players, I would take Devin Hester. Yeah, if I had to choose from that list, 100% Devin Hester would be number two on my list. Yeah, with with, with Brian Mitchell being number one. I did some radio with with I did a I did a NFLPA internship in twenty in the March of 2014, 
uh, in Washington with Brian Mitchell and Doc Walker. Nice. That's yeah. the dudes, man. Yeah. Those are the OGs. Uh, uh, it's not just as Super Bowl winners, but they're they're like kind of they're, they're the ones you kind of try to be like as a former player when you're oh, done yeah. with the Absolutely. league. Too. Yeah, they're, they're great examples. Shouts out to Doc, too. What you got? Guys, I know you're both, uh, you know, basketball players back in the day. Would you rather be given a million dollars up front, no uh, questions asked, or $20 million if you could score more than 15 points in an NBA game? You're playing the whole game, 48 minutes. I'm going to take the money. I'm not going to score any points. I'm not getting any 15 points. You, you, this is, these, these, I, 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 I just love these conversations. The answer is, is you're not scoring any points. So give me, the, give me the, the guaranteed money. This one's hard for me. <laughs> LeVar, you ain't scoring 15 points. Bro, I'm a dope ba- – I was in my day, I was a dope basketball player, and, and I, I would have probably been able to get close to that. And I played against a lot of the dudes. Like, oh, I've okay. played against a lot of these dudes. Like, I played it, against Kobe. I played against Are we thinking, like, Stephon. now? Are we saying now? We if saying you're like saying that? now, are you saying now? No, I'll give you your prime. In my prime, I'm, I might take that physical challenge. In my prime, I might take that. I might I'm take that. I, mean, I play AAU basketball, but I was not, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I might take that. I might take that challenge, but yeah, in my prime, I'm going to go for the 20. I'm going to go for the 20 million in my prime. I'm not. <laughs> Good for you. And I, and I play, and I play, like I said, I was, I was, you, you know what I was, LeVar? I was, I played basketball exactly the way that you think I would. You know, eight points, 10 rebounds, four fouls. 10 rebounds? Oh yeah, I I'm was dude, take I, the I, All right, dude, I was I was a great I was a great box out. Guy. All right, all right, change it then. Change it to to rebounds. No, no I'm, six, du- I, dude, double, I'm six. Double double digit jump. rebounds. No, I can't in the NBA. I'm <laughs> six six, buddy. I'm I'm guarding two guards in the NBA, and I'm and and I'm six and, three, and I'm saying I Levar, get that. I'm gonna get that fifteen at Levar, my prime. Levar, I am not. I played a future college and NBA players in high school and AU ball. Yes. I'm not going to get 10 rebounds. <laughs> I played my my league, my high school basketball league was the Western League in Los Angeles. We had Westchester yeah. High School that was number one in the country the entire four years I was in in uh, at Pally. Fairfax was top 25. We played them every year. We played both of teams every year. Twice a year. I played pros. Trevor Ariza, Hassan Adams. Like, we're, I'm, no, I'm not getting 10 rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, well, there you go. I'm going to take the challenge, Lee, in my prime. I'm going to take that challenge. Proud of you. I mean, I'm no better off than what I started if I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, well, you get me your million dollars. You have a million dollars that you would get for not doing anything. Yeah, but going into it, I don't have anything. So I feel pretty confident. I, I don't. I come out of it with nothing. I came close, you know. That's how I look at it. But you're right. I mean, that's the safe bet. It's the safe bet to take the million up front. All right, I changed my mind. I'm going to take the million. Yeah. They, they I'm going to take the million, Lee. All right, go to, go to the next uh, one. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Funky ones, would you rather spend a year alone or a year without a home? A uh, year alone. A year alone. All right, hour three coming at you. Two pros, cup of joe, Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 